Thank you for listening to Room 9, my daddy's podcast. Hope you enjoy. If you would like to help Room 9, please visit their support page. You can listen to Room 9 on your favorite podcast listening platform. Don't forget to visit our Instagram and Facebook page. Please like it. Room 9, if you better yourself, you better the world. Well, I remember one of the quotes that he said that I love. He said, uh, if my life is just for me, um, I don't want it. And uh, I kind of feel the same way. You know, we're mm-hmm. working in this journey and this journey is very short. And, you know, if we're living just for us, man, then then what's the point? You know, because we, we leave nothing for anyone else in that in that journey. We leave nothing for, for anyone to benefit from or take or walk away with. We just basically are taking. You know, there's nothing wrong with feeding your family and loving your family, of course, but we know that's a given. Mm-hmm. But if you could leave something for the masses, that's that's when, you know, you're really doing something here. So even you and what you're doing here, man, you're leaving something. This is this is your legacy of, of hope and change. Hey everybody, that was Charles Maddox, and I did not realize how big of a deal this dude is until I started kind of preparing for my conversation with him. And he's uh, he's been in film, he's an actor, he's a producer, he's a musician, I mean he's been all over, he knows people, it just, it was awesome. His uncle was Bob Marley, and I just had a great conversation with him, he's doing a lot, he's done a lot for people with diabetes, he's done a lot for people with cancer, and now he's doing a mental health series, and I'm very much well looking forward to it, but I just had an awesome conversation with him, it was chill, you get to know a little bit about him, what he's been up to, what his motivation was behind doing the mental health thing, we also talked about just the struggles we've had, how companies, companies how we need to start doing things for the sake of just helping people, not for the sake of collecting a paycheck. And I think that's super important. And now, obviously, that doesn't just, it isn't a blanket statement. There's so many nonprofits out there that are doing stuff to help people, but it's tough. It's not just a business. We need to stop looking at it just like a business, and we need to start treating people as people and helping them just for the sake of helping them, not for profit. And that's a little topic we touch on. Other than that, enjoy this conversation. If you did not receive an email with the update about the shirts, please reach out to me. Again, apologies for the delays, and I will uh, keep you guys posted. All right. Peace. Hello. How are you, buddy? Hey, not too bad, man. How are you? <laughs> good, good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for uh, taking the time to chat with me. I appreciate it. Where, where are you based? Oh, I am in Buffalo, New York. Okay, nice. All right, so not too far. No, no. No, actually, I spent... How long did I live? I graduated high school in 2004, and I spent, what, about five years in Southwest Florida, in Fort Myers? Okay, okay. So, yeah, I'm in yeah. Tampa. Yeah, not too far, right in between you and Miami there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandwiched yeah. in there, but yeah, so I spent some time down there, and but I um, I came across you. I know Carl Shallowhorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. seen, he made a post about, you know, what you're doing with him, and I was like, oh, I got to... I got to reach out. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to hear a little bit more about, uh, you know, your background too, as well. And, and, uh, all that good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my, uh, Hey, this is just always my favorite thing about this podcast. I've been doing it. Uh, what do I have a little over 90 episodes, maybe. Okay. Um, been doing a weekly podcast since I got out of rehab. Okay. And, um, 
it's just been, you know, a conversation. My favorite compliment one time somebody said I felt like I was having coffee with you and your guest. So yeah. I just I just try to keep that vibe. It's a great networking tool. I've met some amazing people from doing it and had some yeah. even more amazing mm. conversations. So mm. Mm. that's cool. I didn't realize you're kind of a big deal, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of checking things out. I'm like, man, he's kind of he's a he's a big deal here. I'm trying. I'm trying. I actually uh, ne- next probably in the next month or so, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some rebranding because uh, I haven't really focused a lot on myself. You know, mm. uh, where I've, I've pushed more of the, sh- the shows, I haven't really branded me. So, like, let's say you may not know all of Tyler Perry's movies, but you know Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. You know, so for a guy who's going on his you know third season of a show, nobody really knows me. You know, and, you know, that 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 could be a bad thing because, you know, what you could be attracting and and, and is not coming is is not, you know, is not coming the way it should, because, uh, you know, not that I'm not getting things done, but it'd be nice if 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 folks said, man, you know, let's let's reach him for this, you know, because he's this, this and this. So um, so we're going to redo that and, and get more me out there and, you know, all that kind of stuff get in that personal and that's exactly um i'm doing a whole rebrand and everything for my company for 2021 now that i actually know and have studied and have over the last few years and know what branding is and you know everything else because yeah it's a big deal i love it i'm obsessed with i have found um the shitty things for my addiction that i used to manipulate people and lie like and i found a way to use those in a positive way uh-huh, you know, in a uh-huh. good way. And it just lines up with brand strategy and, and all that other stuff. So I'm kind of excited to, uh, you know, dive into that and I'm doing a whole new rebrand. So kind of, so I feel your pain, but yeah, I think yeah. that personal brand, especially for someone like you and the work you do is super yeah. important. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, not to toot my own horn, I'm a damn good producer and director. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I mean, I could be directing anything for any network and, and, but nobody, you know, I'm not going to get those opportunities if I just only do my stuff and, and, uh, nobody knows me, you know, yep. <laughs> you got to get, so what are you looking to do? Are you like just going to start putting more content, personal content out on social media or? Yeah. Well, no, no, I'm going to hire a PR person, you know, okay. and like I said, don't get me wrong. It's not that I'm not known. It's just that I, I should be bigger. You yeah. know, um, and uh, so we're going to start to I'm going to do, you know, a new photo shoot and, and you know, it'll just really have the, the focus be on, you know, me as a director and a producer and, and stuff like that. So, you know, she'll handle uh, the PR and, 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 and stuff like that. So that's awesome, man. Well, good for you. But yeah, there's so many different ways we can go. But I love the I'm a huge fan of. Again, this is why I use the podcast for just, hey, get to know the person behind who's doing this. Get to know like the person. That. That's how you establish, you know, I feel real connection and authenticity with the people who are around you. Right. I like I like this feel, no, definitely. And I like the even uh, the warm setup you got over there, you know. <laughs> the warm <laughs> setup, yeah. This pink walls. Oh, this is this room is to be desired. <laughs> tell me, yeah, tell me a little bit about how you got into the the mental health thing because a million things again a million things i could talk to you about yeah i mean obviously you know i've had a long career in 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 tv and film and music started off in music you know had deals with everyone from def jam russell simmons used to live and work with ll cool j and when i was young damn i gotta i gotta check out your music too i didn't even know about this 
Yeah, yeah, no, that was that. You know what? It was, it was, it was just a, a space that I needed to be in, and because you know, and I don't drop names. My uncle was the late legendary Bob Marley, so I was inspired to do something, and and I figured, you know, back in you know, then it was let me make some music, right? Because that was the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. So you know, just started, you know, with, with a with a buddy of mine trying to figure out. Actually, I think our first beat was from a video game that we heard and it <laughs> had a beat on the video game and we took that into the studio spent money that we shouldn't have spent and had no idea what we were doing and and uh and then ll lived about maybe about 35 minutes from me so um or 30 no, about, about 25 minutes so i literally you know had this little piece of crap you know rabbit man that i just uh volkswagen and would just go by his house and try to find him and and uh, end up finding him one day, you know, and <laughs> whoa, you know, and uh, knocked on the door and and uh, and and we just became friends after I stalked him a few more times, you know, and then started making music <laughs> together. I guess I guess maybe I reminded him of of uh, of him back in the days, you know, when he was younger. So, you know, that led to films and televisions and starring in television shows and stuff like that. And long story short, moved to Los, moved to Florida. I was in Los Angeles doing fantastic, starring in a lot of movies and things. And um, it, it, my son came up, I wanted to be a single dad. My son came up with this idea of making a healthy but affordable meals. So I started on this whole celebrity chef thing and, hmm. and, and uh, not cooking for anybody, but just television, you know? Yeah. And that really took off. It, it led to cookbooks, sauces, spices, appearances. And I trust me, I had no I, I, I was definitely not trying to go down that road. But I mean, when I left L.A. and I wasn't doing film and television, I said, you know, I might as well do something. Mm-hmm. So that kind of led into this whole healthy, affordable cooking and, and, and eating and stuff like that, which then uh, led into me being diagnosed with diabetes. That was a shocker. Literally, it was thought it was a game over for me, and and uh, so I started direct this 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 documentary that kind of really took a life of its own. And I realized that I had to be bigger than the documentary if I was going to make this thing work. And that just opened up a lot of doors. And from from those doors, it just you know not not so much good doors, doors where you were like, wow, I had no idea that about healthcare. I had no idea so much corruption and so much, you know, madness and so much money making and so much, you know, wasn't about the people. It was about the bottom dollar. It was about, you know, just, just getting patients. And I mean, everybody's making money from, from, from uh, the, the hospital to the grave. And um, so that opened up a lot of doors. And then I was, I was doing a, a, a RV tour. I created the first ever diabetes RV tour and I was out on the road and I just felt, man, even though I'm doing TV in every city, I'm really not reaching the people. So I thought, what would I, what could I do? So I thought, you know what, let me make a, a, a television show, a reality show that could reach people in right now in their living rooms. And I will bring in all the experts that somebody with diabetes would have to see in order to get through their daily life. Instead of seeing a dietitian one week, then having to wait three weeks to see a, a endocrinologist per se, and then another two, three weeks to see another doctor, another three weeks for labs and, hmm. you know, bring them all together and, and help educate and really inspire people living with diabetes. So that's, that's how we got started on the whole reversed eight days 
formula. And it really is a formula. It, it's something that can be, and that's why we're duplicating it now, because it's really about inspiration and education. Yeah, that's awesome. Because you did cancer, correct? Already? Did you yeah. do that one? Exactly. We, what, well, what happened is, and, and this is the sad truth, and, and hopefully the right people see this, you know, they're, they're, when you think about the people that work in diabetes, I mean, I've worked with people at these companies who couldn't even, who work at a diabetes pharmaceutical company or nutraceutical company who couldn't tell you what diabetes is. Literally. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. I'm oh, not even exaggerating. Because remember, it's a job to them. Right. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You, you, this is not you're not in the business of learning about diabetes. You're in the business of if you're in marketing, if you're in research, if you're in some, you're doing your job. If you're in sales, you're doing your job. It's a product that needs to be pushed. Mm-hmm. The, and the, you, the user or the patient doesn't doesn't mean anything to you. You have to push a product. Right. So it's like if you're selling, per se, drugs, you're not worried about the guy you know, on the street, you just need to give him the drug that he wants and give him the best drug. So he keeps coming back. You're not concerned with any breakdown or deterioration in that, that person. You're not worried if he's educated on it or not. No. You just want to do the drug. So, you know, the sad thing is, is that, you know, when doing this, you would think that when you come up with a concept like this, and, and I try to keep it real neutral. So it is just information, education, and inspiration. It's, it's not trying to say, you know, we're reversing anything. We're not trying to say we're curing anything. We just want to inspire people, right? Because if you inspire somebody to eat right or walk or exercise, man, you could save millions of lives. <laughs> but you would think that these companies would be beating down your door. And man, it's the toughest thing. A lot of these people literally, brother, just show up and that's it. They just go to work and mm. they have the ability to try to make a change, try to do something differently. Even if you look right now, when's the last time you've seen a diabetes commercial for just inspiration or education? Um, when's the last time you've seen an ad just saying, hey, eat right, we care from this drug company? You know, when's the last time you've seen anything of that nature, whether it's diabetes, HIV, sickle cell, any of these conditions, there's, there's, there's billions of dollars floating around hundreds of millions in marketing, and there's almost no awareness, no advocacy. I'm an advocate. So people like me are literally a dying breed because at the end of the day, an advocate's got to feed his family. If you're really serious about this and this is what you do, you know, it's not like I'm a, I'm a politician where, man, I can go get some of those, those kickbacks, <laughs> right? You know, where yeah, there's no kickbacks when you're actually helping people. No, there's no <laughs> kickback. You would think that a pharma company would say, hey, man, we want to keep mm-hmm. we like doing, man. We just just uh, go ahead and keep doing what you're doing. Just, you know, don't say this and don't say that. But we want to we want to ride with you, man. We, we support what you're doing. No, there's there's uh, there's none of that. They don't think like that. But but yet they always want to figure out how they can reach this target audience of that mm-hmm. target. And then once you sit there and, and show them how or, or give them, they they pull me and I don't want to do all the talking, but they pull me in groups. I've been working with a, a pharma company for the past year. Okay. Flew me in here, flew me in there, doing all kinds of Zoom meetings and this, that, and the other thing is diabetes one. And, you know, I, I'm very real and raw when I go there, man. I'm telling them I'm giving, I'm shoot, I got nothing to lose. So I'm like, man, I'm, I'm going to give you hell when I'm here. I'm going to tell you what you want to know, but that's why you brought me here, right? Because you want to hear some of what I got to say. So 
the last thing I, I literally, I pulled out of working with him because I said to him, I said, listen, I'm just not right for this. I said, I said, you're trying to reach people with type two diabetes. I have a TV program that deals with type two diabetes and you're trying to reach people with diabetes. Why wouldn't you get behind what I'm doing? Because after that year, they came to me and said, well, came to all of us in, in, a, in a couple of meetings and they said, well, they wanted to look at possibly putting things in doc, pamphlets in doctor's offices and, and going to ADA events. I said, whoa, whoa, you spent probably hundreds of thousands of dollars and, and this is what you, where you guys are at? Putting pamphlets in doctor's offices? What and is going that? To, I mean, bro, it, it, they need something to say they're doing. Right. So they can justify spending two, three million dollars on bringing together 10 experts in di- or 10 advocates in diabetes. They could fly people in from from Europe because they flew a, a, a film crew in from Europe to film this foolishness. <laughs> Bro, we, we, we're in Virginia. You could have got somebody, man, for for one third of the price that only had to, to walk over to where we were shooting. Not fly them in and then put them up in a hotel and car service and equipment rental and all of this kind of stuff. That's like, crazy. What, what are you doing? Yeah, that's so crazy. this is the games that they play. I mean, and uh, it's, it's, it can be very frustrating when you just want to help people and you're trying to figure out, you know, how why can't I help people? You know, why, why does it have to be so hard? Man, I feel like... Uh... We're going to have some kind of friendship in the future here because, well, I, man, I feel the same exact way with the mental health companies and uh, substance yeah. use treatment providers. Like, why? Yeah. I mean, even just spend Like, why are you spending money on radio commercials? Yeah. Like, it doesn't, yeah. you know how expensive that is? Do you know yeah. you could create a Facebook ad campaign with an awesome video that's expressing the passion of your CEO to reach mm. people of a certain demographic and um, you know spend a quarter of the money like why are you doing this there's no kind of connection mm. with their audience on social media it's post a happy quote and that's what i'm trying to come in and try to change yeah mental health has been uh, i think at first i was really excited i'm like wow you know this is the busy, biggest subject to tackle Right. Mm-hmm. You think that man, folks would be doing backflips through hula hoops of fire to jump on board. Yeah. But once again, what are we dealing with? We're dealing with the business of health. And the sad part is, is all you see right now is a bunch of companies and a bunch of people who may not have any coalition to mental health racing to start the new app to start the new Mm -hmm. program, to start the new uh, this or that, so that they can basically take advantage of the people who are living with mental health issues, right? Um, Upstart companies raising $100 million, $200 million, so they can, what, capitalize on the data and help so-called help people with mental health. It's all about the money. And, um, you know, it, 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 once again, you, we, I have to, as a producer and a director uh, and a creator have to think very out the box when it comes to finding partners that actually care. Right. Because I was talking to one drug company because obviously, you know, that's where the money is. Right. And, um, I was having big talks with them for, for weeks. Then the last talk, it was, uh, Charles, we're gonna, we're gonna focus all our focus is now on COVID. So, and I'm thinking to myself, so what you just gave up on, on mental health, you know, they're one in the same. (laughs) 
Exactly. I mean, exactly. you're helping people with mental health. I mean, mental health got insane, even yeah. more crazier than um, it was before pre-COVID. Yeah. And, and I, well, we talked about that and I mentioned that too. I said, you know, well, I, we can bring somebody on who, you know, maybe dealt with COVID or we can have a whole segment on COVID. And and then, you know, it's, it's that you got to almost jump through hula hoops of fire for them. Right. They want to know this. They want to know that they want to know this. That instead of just saying, hey, let's we know it's going to be on a network, man. Let's just let's just brand ourselves on this man and this throw, you know, run some ads or or do something of that nature. Um, we're good to go. I mean, we're not we're, we're talking about companies and especially this company. Mm-hmm. They make hundreds. They make billions of dollars. The little That's small pennies, bro. And I'm talking pennies mm-hmm. that I was asking for. Is, 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 is you can't even buy lunch for a group of them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a, a caterer would cost, charge more money. And, and I've seen it. That's I've crazy. Seen it. A caterer would charge more money than I was asking for. So it, it's, it's, it makes you just, it, you know, it, it's, it's, it's really unbelievable to be honest with you. And uh, see, the one thing that we're trying to do with the show is change the cycle. Because if we can break the cycle, and, and we can cause some disruption, then we can really put a face and make these people have to say, okay, whoa, he's call- basically in a sense, he's calling us out without saying our name, mm-hmm. right? So like right now, I'm, 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 I'm looking at doing another season of reverse, the diabetes one, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna fo- focus on the ketogenic diet. Why? Because it, it's, it's in many, in some instances, it's kind of controversial, right? Mm-hmm. To do a whole season based on keto, right? I'm sure you know a lot of the the healthcare people would say no, that's not you know anybody eating bacon and eggs all the time and steak and and stuff <laughs> not the way to go. But I, I just started the keto. I've done it before, and I, I restarted it last week. Man, my 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 blood sugar numbers are unbelievable. Where are they um, where are they sitting around? Well, eighty to one twenty is normal. Yeah. I don't take any meds, but I was taking a little bit of meds. Um, just every now and then. And um, now, the, yesterday it was 82. Today it was 80. This morning was 81. Very nice. Yeah. Before, it was sometimes 129 in the morning, 130 in the morning. And, you know, so so not that it's so far out of range, but it feels amazing to be at, at 80, 81, 82, 83 instead of 130. Mm-hmm. But this works and it, and it's cutting the weight it's it's cutting the fat it's it's really taking my body back in many ways and my health back because once you lose the weight and i'm not a fat person but the thing is is that there are hundreds of options for keto sponsors and potential partners hundreds right if not more mm-hmm. than that whereas in mental health i'm almost limited to two three four five potential people who can come on board I don't know, you know, a good company, excuse me. I don't know a, good, a couple of, and I just had to do that. I don't know a couple of good companies that I can actually, you know, would say, hey, you know what, we're, we're not looking for an ROI. We just want to put this message out there, you know, go and knock yourself dead. Well, all the companies that do, like people like me, we don't have any money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's what, that's kind of the crossroads I've come to is like, I have to start. I was with a company. I did a podcast with them. They work with a lot of the homeless population, but they were just, man, they were incredible people. There's about seven of them. 
nice. just amazing people. And it took everything for me to walk out of there and not offer to do stuff for free. I mean, they don't have any, they barely have any money. They can yeah. barely pay their nurse, nurse, nurse practitioner. And I'm like, oh, it's so difficult, but it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. but I'm at that point. All right. I need to start Maslow's hierarchy here. Of course. Of course. Well, you would think that if you put out enough that they would come to you. Right. Mm -hmm. And say, hey, you know what? Hey, we like what you're doing here, man. And, you know, just throw our name in the beginning. Just make sure you don't say this, that and the other thing. And, and you know, we'll 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 support what you're doing. Keep you keep you going. Right. Maybe at that point, maybe you could even raise your profile and take your mm -hmm. take your platform to a bigger level. You know? Yeah. Which is um, I mean, obviously the plan. You know, I think kind of going back to my frustration earlier about the whole mental health and stuff and their them not wanting to like even move forward. Even the people who really want it, who care yeah. and want to make a difference are kind of just stuck too in that yeah. sense. Like I've, yeah. I've done, I've done worked with what, maybe four different treatment providers so far yeah. and done some projects for them, a lot of podcasts for them. Mm. And, but they, they just don't go past, all right, we'll do one po podcast a month and that's it. You know, we won't do anything else. We're not going to do any video. We don't need any video stuff done. And it's like, I mean, you guys, and then they say they're innovative. You, you gotta, you gotta, you can't be shy to ask. That's, that's one thing, you know, um, because they have a budget. Mm -hmm. Trust me on that. There's no way these people are in business and don't have tens of thousands of dollars. Um, you know, so even if it's, you know, a couple of hundred bucks, you know, from a few people, but you know, you, you've got to ask and let them know that, that you're serious about this and that you have a reach and that you're going to take this to the next level. And you want them to be on board at this stage. I don't know what kind of package that you have or presentation that you have, but definitely, you know, I would say throw together a nice one sheet that mm -hmm. people, to say okay boom uh this is where he's at this is where he's going you know what you know 250 a month is not going to break us you know and but uh 500 is a month is not going to break us and this is what we'll get um but you can't be scared to ask because uh they they have the money it, trust me mm -hmm. i mean it's like these pharmaceutical companies and and i'm you know a lot of people i'm not knocking them uh but but they have the money and um Every time, it's, you know how many times I've heard they don't have the money, they don't have the budget from companies or a billion companies, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, they're uh, they're ruthless, man. It, it, bro, I mean, if if uh, if uh, if 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 Matt Damon caught you know HIV and uh, said he wanted to be an HIV spokesperson, Gilead would would break the bank to give him. <laughs> Yes, they would. Time. It wouldn't be a qu what quarter it was, what what where it felt fell in the marketing system. None of that would mean anything, right? You know what they allotted out already. None of that would mean anything. They would they would write him a ten million dollar check tomorrow. You know. Oh, quick. What um? So when do you start? Have you already done your filming for the mental health? Eight no, days of mental no, health. Looking, no, we're looking at doing that in about three three and a half months. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, kind of wanted to let COVID wear down a little bit and kind of, you know, not let everybody be all, you know, trippy and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. We're going to 
probably most likely shooting in Mexico where, you know, Cancun, where it's, you know, it's, it's open and it's still a beautiful place and, you know, get a nice beach house and, you know, we'll test people, people will test before they get there, when they get there and during their stay. It's a closed set per se. So we're not really worried about anyone who's there who, uh, who will have anything. So we're, we're good on that, you know, crew will wear their face masks and things like that. And, but yeah, we're excited. I mean, I think that if we do this right, it could be a game changer because, you know, mental health needs the focus, it needs the attention, it needs the exposure. And I think that this show can do just that and bring millions of people to, to see, you know, five people who are dealing with something that we are all dealing with in many senses, right? There are millions of people who are uh, undiagnosed, who, who don't realize what they're dealing with, um, and, and millions of people who are dealing with something that need to see somebody else fight and, and mm-hmm. get through it and know that there is help, that there is hope. So we're really excited. You know, we've got Dr. Denise McDermott involved. She's a, an amazing doctor, uh, very, you know, uh, personality out the roof. We've got Mia St. John involved, who is also, you know, former boxing superstar, mm-hmm. female boxing superstar. Her husband, Christoph St. John, actually took his life from mental health really? issues. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay. He was a star of Young and the Restless, mm-hmm. uh, and also her son. Well, I don't think this kid must have been about 20, 20 years old, 20-something years old, was actually in the treatment center and took Damn. his life. Yeah, yeah. So this is, uh, you know, we've, you know, we've got some other names, too, as well, that, uh, that, that want to come on board. We've been dealing with Ron Artest for a little while from the Lakers and things like that. So... But yeah, once once we hit, it'll 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 shake up the the industry, and and I believe at that point, you know, for another season, you know, like anything, they, once once you build, they will come, right? They don't they don't come when you're in the garage putting together uh, a website called Amazon. No, right? they don't. They come when when uh, when you you take that take it from the garage and become the richest person in the world. Yeah. That's, that's line up at the doors and right the, and then have the nerve to ask people to pay his employees to donate money on his website yeah 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 uh, exactly I, t- I could have i almost i almost threw up when i seen that oh my goodness richest richest guy in the world asking people for money but <laughs> on a serious note i think it's an awesome what you're doing man because i honestly i personally feel it is as simple as just share people sharing their struggles yeah i really yeah. i really do and i think that gives people the strength a it allows them to know they're not alone and b yeah. it gives them just at least a little motivation oh maybe it'll help if i share my story too maybe yeah. that'll help people and i think that's all it takes exactly exactly uh, i don't think it takes anything crazy and huge and i mean that's what my main motivation is is really storytelling and yeah. to really dissect what it is to tell a good story how to tell a good story and tell people's stories yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there are there are a few shows out here. If you even if you look at, let's say, my six hundred pound life, mm-hmm. you know, that's motivating to a lot of people because there are a lot of overweight people. Maybe yeah. not obesely overweight, but you know, they they watch other people who are struggling with. You could be skinny and struggling with food addiction. Yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? How many ups and downs I've had, man. Just you know, just every day I'm restarting the diet. Every you know what I'm saying? And it's like, dude, stop. You know, put this down, eat right. And even that is a mental health issue. So when we're dealing with, you know, these conditions, you just need somebody who, once again, who who is like you, who is going through the same things. And you want to see somebody who can who can beat it, who can fight it, mm-hmm. 
You want to see how they're coping with it. You want to see who's treating them for it. And um, and just just once again, just a little bit of inspiration goes a long way. And that's that's really what we're here for. You know, we just finished here, like you said, the cancer series, you know, and that was kind of inspired. My father died from cancer in 2016. And, um, you know, uh, while I got a chance to spend the last probably two weeks with him, it was definitely hard. You know, how do you mm-hmm. adjust? So we came up with that series, too, as well, and uh, found a good sponsor with that one, Hope for Cancer. They do great work out of Mexico. It was it was interesting even with that series. I mean, we were about to go on air in probably about two and a half weeks. And the network, which is owned by a big conglomerate, basically came up with ideas and stories of why we couldn't own why, why we couldn't air the show. And um, it was because that they do alternative treatment, which alternative treatment does save lives, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when people die from chemotherapy and radiation, I'm sure tens of thousands, right? So everything doesn't work for everybody, but some things work for some people. And, uh, you know, we had to jump through hoodles to get hurdles to give them everything that they needed to prove that this was a legit company and so on and so forth. And literally their last excuse was just something that just didn't, it didn't even make sense. <laughs> and at that point, what are you going to do? You know, I mean, they, they've, they're, they're a big conglomerate. They, I'm sure they wrote their contract so that they could do such a thing, right, without question, without penalty. And uh, but we are fortunate enough to land on WGN and uh, and air it there. But it came close to not being able to air because you know these people just do something that you know it's like saying okay, well, how do you treat diabetes, right? Or we put them on metformin, you put them on this, you put them on that. But I come and say, hey, listen, here's an alternative way to treat the diabetes. I, I want you to work on exercise. I want you to eat right. I want you to walk. I want you to, to drink water. I want you to, uh, uh, you know, take supplements. Well, that's alternative forms of treatment. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And and that could work tremendously for somebody. But if you don't give them the chance, you know, a lot of people with cancer, some of these people that go to hope for cancer are literally on their last leg. They've tried chemo. They tried radiation, nothing else. They, they've got six months to live and they come here and they find hope. And, you know, one of the young ladies on the show, um, Kate, was given six months to live. It's probably about two years now. And she's cancer free. That's um, amazing. So, you know, it, you know, it, it's it's you know not just per se from hope for cancer. I mean, they played a big role in that. But a lot of the stuff that she does on her own from from the way she eats to what she drinks to, you know, other treatments that she's doing from IV and things like that. So, I mean, hope for cancer played a big role in her still being around here for her little young daughter. Well, there's so much to to be said about your mindset, even with physiological sickness. Hmm. I mean, you hear it all the time. People who have a better mindset with their terminal illness end up surviving longer, end up getting better. You know, people all the time, anybody who's ever, you know, in a physiological sense was sick, really sick and has had a good attitude and has gotten better. I mean, it's usually because of that. And you find that psychologically that affects you. Yeah. And yeah. you can have a good attitude about life and find ways to be happy, which eating healthy makes you mentally, gives you mental clarity, exercising gives you mental clarity, you know, stress yeah. reduction. So, I mean, so much goes into that. And yeah, that's an awesome piece. And I love what you're doing, man. I really do. I appreciate that. I, I, I think appreciate- it's great. I also am an, an actual real Bob Marley fan since I was a pretty young kid. <laughs> not that, uh, not yeah. that, um, 
no woman, no cry stuff, you know, the, yeah, no, the generic stuff. Oh yeah. That people, oh, everybody says they love Bob Marley. So I had to have to make sure I clarify that one. <laughs> I, did, I fell in love with him when I was I'm trying to remember. I watched a documentary on VHS back in the day mm-hmm. and it yeah. talked about how he would just hand people money out his front door. Yeah. And yeah. It, yeah. I felt, I fell in love with him. I remember that. I think I might've been, I don't know, 12 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember one of the quotes that he said that I love, he said, uh, if, if my life is just for me, um, I don't want it. And uh, I kind of feel the same way. You know, we mm-hmm. work we're walking in this journey and this journey is very short. And, you know, if we're living just for us, man, then then what's the point? You know, because we, we leave nothing for anyone else in that in that journey. We leave nothing for for anyone to benefit from or take or walk away with. We just basically are taking, you know, there's nothing wrong with feeding your family and loving your family, of course. But we know that's a given. Mm-hmm. But if you could leave something for the masses. That's that's when, you know, you're really doing something here. So even you and what you're doing here, man, you're leaving something. This is this is your legacy of, of hope and change and saying that, you know, it's not just about me getting up in the morning and, and going about my day. It's about what I can potentially impart to others just through a podcast. Yeah. And I mean, getting into a lot of just different multimedia production in general and meeting new people yeah. and just sharing it's that man. I had that void in me. Even as much as I love the art of cooking, you know, the art of plating, the art of sitting down together and breaking bread as human beings and having that conversation, I always felt empty in a kitchen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now, you know, I knew coming out of rehab, man. I was like, I got to. This is my time to do it. If I fail, I have nothing anyway. I was, yeah, exactly. I was almost homeless to you know. Three years ago, man, my parents, my girlfriend kicked me out. My parents were pretty much well about to kick me out when I got arrested. And I was like, I'm doing this. So I it started with a podcast and I got a grant and now I started, I started video production. And now I'm just trying to really connect with treatment providers and get them to start being a little more innovative on how they connect with the people who use their services. Yeah, you know, that's that's the thing. And and uh, I don't know why they don't think outside the box. It, it, it You know, when I look and I think, OK. You're telling me that Travis Scott can get millions of dollars from McDonald's. Think about this. Mm-hmm. Travis Scott can get millions of dollars from McDonald's to push unhealthy product. But advocates like myself and yourself <laughs> can't get none. Can't have to go through hell to get a couple of dollars. Mm-hmm. So something this the system ain't right. The system is no. once again, there's a lot of people sitting in these companies who this is just a job to them. This is this is not they don't we don't look at it the way we look at it. You don't they don't look at it and say, man, we're going to make change in here. No, they just fill in a position. Mm-hmm. And and if they're in marketing, they're doing marketing. If they're in digital, they're doing digital. If they're in PR, they're doing PR. If they're in research and development, they do it. This is just a job to them. This is how they feed their families. And that's it. I've seen I've seen them leave diabetes and go to HIV. I've seen them leave HIV and go to sickle cell. It is, see, so the, the passion is not for the condition. Mm-hmm. It's a job to feed your family. And I think once, if you can get them in a position where, you know, where they can have a little bit, some more of them who actually have a passion, because at the end of the day, I guess they're trying to please stockholders, right? So yeah. uh, that's what it's all about, pleasing the stockholder, uh, making the shares go up, having that new drug that, that can bring in, you know, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, it's not about the passion of caring. They do create a little division over here that says, hey, <laughs> that, 
gotta we gotta give back. You know, here's here's five million dollars. See what you can do with the five million and giving back and and giving to some nonprofits and you know maybe helping you know this little group over here, that little group over there. You know, but it's not it's not done from a man. We really care. We and that's that's the issue with pharma. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that once they break out of that. And, and but you know what? Even in it's not even just pharma. I mean, you know, once again, there's a lot of people in the digital space. In in it's all over. Yeah, it's all over. It, so you, you just it's it's one of those things where it's like you know how do you beat it? You know, and how do you get past it? How do you how do you create something that can surf through the foolishness and and win for the people? So. Yeah, I think and now is the best time to be able to actually connect with those people. Yeah. I think on on a, a real level and hopefully make some change, man. Hopefully, you know, the work you're doing and where I'm where I'm going to be. I mean, I ain't slowing down. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. my my plan is to do this thing for real and and leave something behind that is, you know, like mm-hmm. I can at least say that my my divorce and my trouble of dealing with my ex and her keeping my kids away from me was worth something. Mm-hmm. And you know that I built something through that pain. So exactly, exactly. You know, that's what it, that's what it is about. I guess I was gonna say I watched a video. I just wanted to touch on one more thing. I don't know how much time you got. If you got to get going, just let me know. Yeah, yeah. I got another. T- I got a, I got time for another question. This battery's running out, and I got this dog over here who uh, kind of heck in hell over here. Well, just uh, yeah, just let me know where people if they want to support. Oh, help. Give me that last question. Sure. Give me that last question. No, I was just gonna bring up. I was just watching that real talk real man thing real man yeah. is yeah. that is that a weekly show you do it is it is it's a great show you know it's um it's it's the five of us and uh you know all from you know different you know diversities and and you know josh is one of the producers on shark tank and evis is a uh, you know i think the rest of them are life coaches jay and evis and mm-hmm. and personal trainers and Jeff is a world recognized photographer. And it's just guys, it's just like we're doing here, brother, just talking, you know, but, but getting deep, you know, we've, we've, we've come to some realizations in life and we're trying to be men. We're trying to be good men. And we're trying to just open up, man. And, you know, sometimes those guys shed some tears. Sometimes it's, it's, it's laughter. It's, it's just really, really just being in a space, man, where we're able to receive and also give. And uh, so, you know, hopefully, you know, along the lines when we're doing some of this stuff that I'm doing that some of those other doors will open up. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm seeing everybody getting big Netflix deals and I'm like, you know, <laughs> how, did, how did Megan Merkel and and the, her husband get a big production deal with with with, with Netflix? Since when did they, oh, and, and they don't even have, they don't even have a show that they do. I mean, it's just, we got, we're going to give you a, a production deal, you know, to develop some stuff. I mean, that's where did, it's at, but, but <laughs> she's a, she's a, she's an actress who wants to be an actress. I mean, how did you become producers? And I'm sure get millions of dollars from Netflix oh, man. by that big old mansion that you have. This is why 90% of the thing on Netflix is crap. Yeah, it is. You're right. You're right, man. Scrolling through there is unbelievable. This is why, uh, I mean, it's, it's confused. You scratch your head when you watch the Kardashians and that, but getting off topic, my point, I watched the one on loneliness, that episode you guys did. And I thought it was awesome because I think it's important. So many men, yeah, especially, I think it's all over in the world, but especially in the West is suck it up. Don't talk about your feelings. Beats tough. Don't cry. And I mean, man, I remember the first day I, remember realizing I had to teach myself to cry again. Mm. I was mm. like, man, I haven't, I can't remember the last time, you know, mm. I cried. And I remember that was the day when 
It's probably about my brother and sister died when I was 15. I was probably 26 when I realized like I've never even came close to even walking in and sitting down with an emotion from that moment, you know. And I remember just weeping, not crying, like that weeping and just realizing how healthy that was and how important that is to as a human being to do. And, you know, so I think, you know, stuff like that is great. And so I'm grateful for you guys doing, you know, a show such as that. Talk about mental health on there, too, as well. So like I said, I'm excited to get this this mental health season cracked open for anybody who's seeing this. If you're in mental health, give us a ring. Give us a ring. Send us an email. We'd love to work with you. Um, it's time to make a change. It's time to change the door. It's time to, to change the way things are being done, change the way people are being reached. Um, it's time to put the people first. And if you're eating good and, uh, and you can spare something, you got my brother here that you can keep him. <laughs> And uh, and if you've got a, a couple of extra dollars, you can give us a ring because we definitely could use the partners. And it's not always about the bottom line. Right. It's not about, always about the ROI. You know, it's about reaching people. And right now we need to reach the people. So so definitely. You, and you could reach me at Charles Maddox dot com, which is my website, Charles, M-A-T-T-O-C-K-S dot com. Um, that's the best way to reach me. Um, you know, of course, you can always find me on social media and all those type places, but definitely reach out. This is going to be a powerful season. We're going to shake up the game and uh, we're going to change some lives and all my series, whichever ones all feature a strong push on mental health, mental wealth, mental health, because I don't care if it's diabetes, HIV, sickle cell. There's a strong, there's a strong component of mental health in each one of those things, right? Um, and we plan on doing more too. I want, I would love to do sickle cell, but once again, brother, it is, it comes down to who has the money, right? Yeah. And, not, and I'm not looking for a whole lot of money. Trust me on that. But it's like. Who makes money off of this? Then you have to identify those. And in sickle cell, is not a lot of people making money off of it. So, you know, CRPS, another uh, award-winning film that I made, I would love to do another one on that. But nobody making, per se, nobody's making money in it. Mm -hmm. So you can't find the people who are making the millions off of it. And and, and it's just, it's just, it's just a sad situation, man, that, that, so many people are suffering and so little being done by it. So. I know, man, I think all the time, like, I would love when, if I could just win the lottery, I could go around. Yeah. There's so many people who got money and I'm just yeah. like, which I shouldn't yeah. say, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's plenty of people out there who have money and they do what they want as far as helping people and they go out and do that. But I would love to be able to just share people's stories and, yes. you know, do all that stuff one day. Yeah. yeah. Well, one day we're going to, we're going to make something happen. Charles. I'm we telling are. you, we are. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I'm, I'm relentless. I've learned like, like I kind of told you in the beginning, I've learned how to take my, my passion People used to tell me all the time after I lived in a supported living house and they used to tell me all the time when I got out of rehab, no, I don't want to walk. I ain't going to walk. I was like, man, when I was getting, when I would get dope sick, I would walk 500 miles in a five foot snowstorm to get my drugs. And I learned how to take that and put it towards something good. So I ain't, I ain't slowing up, man. Don't you honestly, every day, brother, go hard. I, oh, I am going every day. I go hard. And you Mm -hmm. know what? Once you plant those seeds, it might not fully grow today, but tomorrow you may see that seed come back and you may say, so a lot of times, man, I'm working hard for three or four days. Mm-hmm. And it's that fourth day that I get that call. It's like, hey, Charles, man, we want to talk. We want to work with you. 
And I'm like, man, it's a good thing. Even on my bad day, I push myself to work um, because at the end of that day, even if it's a bad day where I'm feeling a little bit depressed, a little bit, you know, uh, defeated at the end of the day, man, I, I usually find that one person that says, man, we love what you're doing. We'd love to talk. Um, and that makes me say, OK, dude, mm-hmm. you're right there. We, I know I'm on to something. I know I with this series, we know we're on to something major because there's no one doing this. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about healthcare, we're in the business of healthcare, and uh, it's just done in a, in, in a TV format. But but being able to, to identify, reach and, and have people reach their target audience through this show could be worth, could be very valuable. Um, so we're, we're very close. So we're just, we're just hanging in there. I mean, I love the way I'm doing it. I'm an independent producer. We fund this ourselves responses. We air it on network. I love the way that format is because if Netflix says, Charles, we want this, it's not exactly. It's Mm -hmm. not me saying we'll take this, you know, it's, it's saying, listen, this is what we want for it. Uh, either, you know, either it's a yes or a no, but we're not, you know, going in our knees over here talking about, you know, uh, we'll take, you know, $250,000 for something that we <laughs> I'm just, I'm just laughing, thinking about Netflix saying, nah, we don't, we don't got the money for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but if you create the demand, just like what you're doing, you create yeah. that demand, they will come to you. They will find you, you know? So. Yeah. I'm going to be there. I'll tell you what, man, I will, I will reach out to you and later Perfect. 20, 20- 2021 and uh i'll i'll show you we'll, we'll do something together when i have something more to give back to you hey and and trust and, me if i can bring something your way i definitely will too as well so we'll stay in touch i will obviously i'll get in touch with you when i release this episode for sure and all that i'll put all your links down below in the description and i will be in touch my friend i i appreciate it brother keep rocking and keep making people proud man i uh, shall you do the same sir all right talk soon. all right man later <laughs>